Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining us. Welcome to Union Young Podcast. We've got special guests, uh, Aaron. Uh, Aaron here, Estrada, and Laura Cox. Yay. James, do you have some trail mix? Uh, no, thank you. Okay, I'm just, yeah. All right, okay. Yeah. I had some ramen. Yeah. Okay, nice. So what, what, what are we here for? Uh, well, one, we we're doing it live because I think it's a topical issue that we wanted to talk about. Um, just a disclaimer that, you know, what we say here, you know, we're not, you know, hey, we're not I just. Got two. I got two viewers. Nice. Guys. Uh, um, we're, we're giving our own opinions and, you know, please don't hold us legally responsible or whatnot. I mean, we're here. It's for entertainment purposes, right? Yeah, yes. Yeah, 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 entertainment yeah. purposes, but yeah. we'll give our, inter- you know, our interpretations of events or interpretations of uh, certain events that have happened, I guess, right? Yeah. Or in, in our personal lives and in the, and in the news. So let's get into it. So, like, call, I, I, I labeled it just a bad date question mark, right? Mm-hmm. Because I know, it's just something that I've been thinking about. We're talking about, uh, for those of you that don't know, we're talking about this article that was released by an anonymous uh, writer. She went by the like they gave her the name Grace, but basically what happened was she went on this date with a celebrity named Aziz Ansari. Okay, and um, according to her, you have to read the article to get like the full story. But according to her, there were like some like red flags throughout the course of the date that she mentions. Yeah. Did you read the article? I will admit that I haven't read the article. Okay. But I've read article a lot of articles. About Article? Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, basically, <laughs> so basically, yeah, and basically, what happened was um, there were a bunch of red flags, but uh, they went, they had dinner, and then they walked to his apartment. He made advances, like they started making out. They did like, um, like not sex, but like sexual acts on each other mm-hmm. that she claims that she wasn't comfortable with, and she gave nonverbal um, communication, yeah. Yeah. like hesitation. Um, and then at one point, she she goes to the bathroom um, to kind of like gather herself, comes back, says she's not down for it, he says okay, tries again, and then she finally says like, well, I kind of want to go home. He says, okay, I'll call you in the car. And she goes home. Mm-hmm. Upset about the situation, and texts him the next day like, hey, what you do is wrong. And then he says he apologizes. Mm-hmm. He's even made a public apology. Yeah. Uh, he also didn't state her name. Right. Yeah. yeah. Which is good. Yeah. yeah. And um, apologizing, but to him, in his eyes, he just misinterpreted some. Yeah. Misinterpreted some some body language. Mm-hmm. So, and a lot of people are up in arms. Uh, some some of women are saying that she. Misconstruing the whole Me Too movement and what she's saying is uh-huh. kind of like making it a little bit less than what it is with mm-hmm. her, I, with her statements. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I just I've been like wanting to know the other side of it. Yeah. Okay. Because uh, my perspective is it's just is a bad, bad day. day. Okay. Maybe not just a bad day. You know, maybe because um, I, because in my to me it was just kind of like I'm. Just, very skeptical about it because I think she kind of got um, 
caught up in the moment of being on a wait-list celebrity. Mm -hmm. So then, um, and then uh, it didn't turn out the way she wanted. So she kind of, so she kind of just like kept going with it. He's like, oh, well, I'm with the celebrity. Mm -hmm. She had like many chances to back out. Like they went from dinner and they walked to his apartment, you know? And she, she even states that she didn't have a good time at dinner, mm -hmm. but still agreed to walk back to his apartment. Mm -hmm. Right, you know? She said that the dinner was too rushed, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. Sorry, I was fixing this. But, um, okay. Um, if for, for those of you, uh, you can all check out the Babe article, Babe.net, whatever. And then, uh, okay, yeah, so I've, I've read a couple uh, articles about it. Also, I listened to Jenny Yang's podcast. She did a podcast about it, and she mentioned some think pieces. Um, okay, why don't we just go around and, and let's talk about it. So you think it's a bad day? Yes, I think it was just a I think it was just a bad day that um, it could have been it could have been settled easier if it was just talked about in the moment. Mm -hmm. You know, like have you guys seen the new Star Wars? Yeah. No. Okay. Um, well, <laughs> Do you okay. care if we ruin it or no? Spoiler alert! Three, Spoiler two, alert! One. Three, two, one. The Last Jedi. Okay, go ahead. Um, okay. I won't care. I'll, you know, what? I won't even spoil Star Wars, but I'll just say, like, you know, in movies where. Um, the entire plot could have been solved in like 10 minutes if a <laughs> uh, character had just said mm -hmm. what they knew the entire time, but for whatever reason just didn't say it. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's exactly what happened in this moment. Okay. Just say it, just, you know, or just take the action. Because, okay, but the, the thing was there was some nonverbal yeah, and verbal. There was, a, there was a lot of verbal communication. Communication. She did say no a few times. Nonverbal yeah. communication. Yeah. But that that was ignored, and then it was it became a like a jumping off point for more kind of maneuvering and like Coercion. oh you don't you don't really mean no like let me show you what you really mean you know like yeah. an assumption that um, I think that a lot of times um, guys maybe assume that no is a it's it's like a, like a challenge a challenge or like a or a, a a form of flirtation or something i don't i don't exactly know the yeah. psychology behind it but like hmm. you guys are smart dudes right you know you know <laughs> like you know like when somebody isn't into something right you can feel it i'm really bad at social issues uh, um i mean i guess i can kind yeah. of feel it but here let me ask you this though yeah i'm Throughout this whole thing, I might play like a little bit of devil's advocate. Sure, sure. Just, yeah. just, just so I have a discussion. You know? Yeah, yeah. When you go to an Asian person's house, okay. or just any person's house, when you go to someone's house and they offer you something to drink or eat, do you say yes automatically? Um. Yeah, it depends on what they're offering. Are they offering something that's easy to give, or is like, 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 what, like hey, you want a cup of water? Or yeah, like, I, anything. You I automatically say, say yes. I would say yes to water. Now, if it's something like, oh, hey, you want you know, want me to grab something from the fridge for you? You want anything to eat? I'm like, oh, no, that's too much trouble. Don't worry about right? it. Right, you say no, no, no. But really, you want something to eat? <laughs> yeah, know, but, I mean, but this is just an expression. Like, you know, just like an example. That's not really... Is that I the don't, same? I don't you don't think, think it's applicable? Because, like, a glass of water is not... Is not it's, it's a glass of water. It's not trespassing someone's, like, personal boundaries. That's it's true. completely a different situation. So we got Dan online. Uh, Dan, will you want to chime in? 
No, I'm, I'm just agreeing with Laura. It, it's when you're being offered food or something like that, it's nothing personal. I don't, I don't mean like food specifically. I just mean like, that was just an example. I just meant like whenever you're offered something the first time, you, yeah. you're, you're not, you don't want to take it right away. Yeah. But, but like if you think of a, of a sexual situation, that, that type of like politeness is not really at play. It's it, it, so the, the idea here that so many like people who are on, on Grace's side are kind of gathering around is the idea that consent should be affirmative. It should be like a clear yes, which I think is the rule of thumb that was not abided by in this situation. Like enthusiastic. Yeah, yes, yeah, like, because like fuck yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, or I'm like so following nonverbal communication that is a clear affirmative. Mm -hmm. So yeah. let's just, so it's you're on Grace's side on this. Like you think it's more than just a bad day. I think that I think that it's just a bad date in the sense that a lot of dates are bad dates. Uh, but so, so some of the most interesting articles I've read have been about like this whole concept that yes, this is an extremely common experience, but that doesn't mean that's not, um, you know, I wouldn't go so far as to say it's sexual assault because it's not criminal. No, no, no. It, okay, okay. yeah, it's, yeah. It, it couldn't be, it's not criminal behavior, but it is a, um, it is a, an emotional and sexual trespassing. Like, let's say it, like, let's look at it this way too. She's like, Trump, she's obviously hella hurt after the date, mm -hmm. right? So, okay, I went on a date um, not too long ago. This was in the last podcast, um, one of the other podcasts that will, to yet to be posted. But, you know, she texted me afterwards. We didn't get sexual or anything, but she's like, hey, I had a really great time. I was really, I was really happy. I was like, oh, damn, that turns me on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I was like, oh, yeah, it's good. Awesome. And it wasn't even sexual. So now have I been, have I personally, so this is just me from my personal experience. Um, have I been pushing in, in, with women in sexual situations? I have. Mm -hmm. I like Sorry. Yeah. Like, well, and 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 it wasn't. I looked at the Aziz on Star story and had these two reactions, right? Okay. When I read the line in the, you know, first of all, we can question the journalism of the article. The article is yeah. not the best written article yeah. in the world. Let's let's be honest here. Yeah, and it's kind of fucked up that. Um, I mean, the the way that Babe is it? Yeah, the way that Babe reached out to this woman and like kind of forced her to disclose this whole story. Mm. Um, I think, it, I don't think it was necessarily her choice. It was like a, it was, yeah, yeah. And it wasn't, um, yeah. So the, the whole way that the story came out is kind of messed up and in a way like capitalizing on the movements in a, like, like on the publisher side, like, ah, oh, I yeah, think, I yeah, 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 yeah. So like, like Dave was like, oh, here's a story that we could talk about, use to right, talk about the YouTube yeah, movement yeah. Yeah. To, to get more notice on Babes. Yes, exactly. Which is which, a pretty which, known which, side, I guess. Yeah, yeah which, doesn't, which doesn't mean that her story isn't valid, but it just yeah. means that the way that it came out is kind of messed up. Right. Yeah. Um, the second, yeah, so one of the reactions I had was like, damn, fuck. Um, 
you know, her reaction after a date, that's messed up. That something mm -hmm. bad happened to her. But when I was reading the actual article and, you know, there's a point where she did give oral sex to him and she, she he gave her oral sex. Mm -hmm. When I was, when I read that part, I'll, I'll tell you the truth. I'll tell you the truth. I like I stood up. I'm like fuck, fuck this. This this girl is like giving. What is going on? Like this girl is like giving him his head, and yeah. she's complaining about like being too pushy later. But I had a you know I had to calm myself down and I thought about it and I reread the article and yeah it's not the best written article in the world. But you know um, I'm trying to think. Should I say this or not? This is live. It's live. It's live. Well yeah it's it's like okay I. I've been in a sexual situation where I got that base, I got head, right? Mm -hmm. And then I was, you know, <laughs> and uh, and I was like, hey, you want me to, you know, reciprocate? Want me to? Yeah, I mean, or you want, you want me to? Step? You want me to go? Want me to enter? I mean, because like, <laughs> would you enter or no, reciprocate? Oh, well, I didn't want to. <laughs> I didn't want to reciprocate because um, uh, she was just finishing that period of. The month? You can't say you don't say the period of the month <laughs> as if you're gonna hide it. You already yeah. said the she word. Had, she was having menses. She was in so, menses. And but it was but but I was willing to like, hey, did you want me to go, you know, yeah. put on a condom? And there was has she didn't say anything. Mm -hmm. I was like, but she's like, you know, we're already at this stage, right? And like, mm -hmm. and I'm like, you know, and she's she's wet, right? And I'm like. You know, I, I feel bad. You're just, it's all, I'm just taking and like, what can I give you, right? And she's like, nah, I don't think, I think we're going too fast. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and I was just like, I was just like, oh, should I push for it? I didn't. Okay. I was like, yeah. okay, that's fine. And, uh, you know, heads, heads great too. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. So, it, it really is. It's, it's sometimes better. Yeah, anyways, anyways, we, that's a different debate. But um, but yeah, there was a there were for her there was a very distinct line between that base and the penetration base. Yeah, and um, yeah, I don't know. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I think because I said I've told this story to other friends, and I'm like, damn, should I kind of push for it? And one of my girlfriends, she one of my friends that our girl was a female, she said, oh James, you should have just like been a little, you know, be more assertive, you know, be more bold or whatever. And I was like, uh, I don't know, because some some women like that. Some yeah. women like it when you like are like, hey, you know, like you whip your thing out. Or I don't know, I don't know what it is, <laughs> depending on the context, right? Yeah. But um, there's a certain, you know, and one of my other friends says like there is you can never be too bold, except you know, without, but you know, as as far as as long as you're not crossing too many ethical lines. But yeah. So it's really really fucking confusing for a man sometimes. Mm -hmm. it, is. it is really confusing. Now, in this particular case, okay, sure. I think, I think based on the, based on the reaction of both parties, one was, hey, I had a great time. Hey, I, you know, you know, I'm glad we made up, we, we met last night. Uh, here's something about my camera, whatever. That's what the disease said, right? Mm -hmm. And then hers was like, long ass text. Mm -hmm. Hey, actually, I didn't have a great time. These are the reasons why. Yeah. And guess what? As a man, if I saw that, I gotta listen. Yeah, and he did though. He did listen. Yeah. No, well, he said he he did say, "Oh, 
I totally did not see yeah, that, yeah, yeah. and I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But what more should he have said? Well, he. So that's that's kind of like saying, oh, oh, I'm I'm sorry if what I did hurt your feelings, as opposed to saying just saying I'm sorry. I I realized that what I did was wrong. Did you see the distinction? Like. I I'm, wait, wait, sorry, I'm, sorry, did you say like, that? Like, us, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, our, our sole female, no. <laughs> I, I was trying to get, I was trying really hard, Laura, to get female I know, um, I know. podcasters on, but anyways, go um, ahead, yeah. So it's like, so say that I, I like, say something that hurts your feelings, and then I'm like, and you, and you confront me about it, and then I say, oh, I'm sorry that, I'm sorry that you were hurt by it. So like, kind of putting the onus on you, you're... I'm sorry that you felt this way, but I'm That's I'm not, not really what taking he responsibility. Says, though. No, but it's but it's a a different thing when you're acknowledging that what you did is wrong versus saying I'm sorry that you felt that way. Right. Did, we, okay. Okay. did you okay. did you read the actual text that he sent? Yeah, I read no, it. I didn't. But no, she's right though. Like the, I read the actual yeah. text no, but, and he said uh you know, I totally misread the. I totally misread the situation. So he's admitting that what he. So that he's he's admitting that he's wrong and that he's he's at fault. Uh, Typing, uh, pull up Aziz Ansari's apology uh, text. Let's see, apology text. If I go on a different tab, does it pause it? Oh, no, it's still going because of the green light. Oh, the green light. Okay, good. Yeah. Uh, Dan, while we... Okay, so go back up real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's one thing. She's talking about, oh, here's a picture. Cause she, she's saying, like, I, I still had wine left in my cup. Yeah. And uh -huh. he ordered us white wine. Yeah. She wanted red or something. Right? Yeah, and yeah. she goes, and here's a picture to show you what's going on. Well, you know what? Well, you I don't even see what she has. I think that's just well, bad that's, reporting. That's, yeah. That's kind of irrelevant. Yeah, it's really okay. irrelevant. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> What does that? <laughs> I don't know. Like I'm just saying, like it just yeah. it just oh, has a yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so he goes, "Hey, it was fun meeting you last night. I just dropped my roll of film today. Fingers crossed for some solid shots." And to which she replies, "Hey, Aziz, nice meeting you too. I hope you have some good shots on the roll. Last night might have been fun for you. It wasn't for me. It wasn't for me. When we got back to your place, you ignored clear nonverbal cues. You kept going with advances." You had to have noticed I was uncomfortable. I just want to take this moment to make you aware of this behavior and how uneasy it made me. Really think back to last night. You may have said it's okay, only fun if we're both enjoying it. Let's just chill. chill yeah. But within moments of that, your fingers were down my throat. He did like the claw you, move or whatever. Yeah, you were yeah. putting my hand on your dick continuously. It's like nothing. Here, I got you, I got you. He wanted to, like, scroll, yeah. Yeah, it's, what did it say? It made, all day I've been, uh, it's like nothing changed even after I expressed that I'd like to slow it down. It may have seemed okay, but I didn't feel good at all. All day I've been playing it over. I'm realizing how much it affected me. I want to make sure you are aware. Maybe the next girl doesn't have to cry on the ride home. Good luck on your movie. Thank you for dinner. Uh, can I read for Aziz? Okay. Uh, I'm so sad to hear this. All I can say is it would never be my intention to make you or anyone feel the way you described. Clearly, I misread things in the moment, and I'm truly sorry. Uh, in the voice of Aziz. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, so, Comments. so here's, here's, yeah. here's one thing. When she talks, she said in her text, mm -hmm. she states, I made clear nonverbal cues. Yeah. That in and of itself 
is kind of an oxymoron. No. Clear nonverbal cues? Uh, a clear nonverbal cue would be, for example, just the absence of affirmative consent. Like, that is, that is, I'm sorry, guys, but like, that's what you have to, that's what you have to have, like, to do stuff, especially when. So, if you're married, just a very example. Uh -huh. um, I hope this, like, I hope, like, throughout this conversation, it doesn't sound like, yeah, but what if, but what if, but what if, you know. <laughs> but if you're married, yeah. if you're married, <laughs> should you stop to ask your wife every time? If you wanted, if you want to have sex, and for her permission, or is it like, like, is there like another thing about like getting swept up in the moment with each other? I think that there are like you're talking about sleeping with somebody that you know really well, which I think is different from sleeping with somebody for for the first time and getting to know their boundaries okay, and their that's limits. True. Mm -hmm. So I think that in this situation, it is especially important to. Reconfirm and reconfirm that things are okay. Hmm. Yeah. Should we have like a scoreboard up here? Right? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, it's not. It's not competition, guys. We're trying to work together. To work together. Mm -hmm. um, one thing I want to say is, um, it, yeah. So I, I think. Okay. But can, yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Go so ahead. Sorry. Say, okay. I was gonna say I no, something. But then go you ahead. Did? Go okay. Ahead. Go ahead. No. 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 Go, go ahead. ahead. So with. Are we saying, this might sound like an obvious answer, mm -hmm. but, or an obvious question, but are we saying that then there are special rules completely different from the rest of the world situations than there are with sex? Uh, no. no. How do you mean? Like, can you okay, so example? if a teacher asks a question, did everybody read last night? Did everybody do the reading last night? Nobody answers. Mm -hmm. Does that automatically mean yes or no? Probably no, but <laughs> yes, I. Think so it's like that, a nonverbal communication. Yeah, I think that when it comes to sex, the rules are different because so, it yeah. because See, it because right. it is okay. Okay. a good point, good point. because so it's a case by case situation or is it like it's a case by case. yeah, it's a case by case situation. So then how? So if it's a case but by case situation, then we can't know the, every the, single time. No, but like the key here is communication and listening and observing and all of all things which are key to having good sex anyway. Yeah, yeah. But like, especially when it comes to checking in with consent. So I think that when when you're like, oh, like not. For example, what is these? I don't know. Obviously, I don't know what happened. Yeah. I don't, I, I don't have a video of it. But mm -hmm. when he's like, when he's like, um, oh, it's only it's okay. It's only fun if we're both having fun. And then he he proceeds to like put his hands down her throat. Sure. Yeah. Like that is. It's kind of like the um, the kind of dr dressing or like the appearance of checking in without actually checking in. It's like making a, um, a concession to the idea of checking in without actually doing that. Mm. You know what I mean? Do you, okay. yeah. do you think that she's completely innocent in this situation? Innocent? Like, like she's not at fault for anything. Like for the situation she got herself in, and I'm not, I'm not, 
um, pro blaming uh -huh. a victim. Sure. If there is a victim, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not uh, saying like, oh, you got yourself in this situation. Yeah, I, I think she's, I think she's innocent. Yeah. Completely. So yeah. even after like she goes out, she goes to the bathroom, comes back, says, hey, I'm not having a good time. Mm -hmm. And he says, oh, it's cool. Just stay in. Like, let's just chill. Mm -hmm. And then she, 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 she still stays. Mm -hmm. When like throughout the entire date, she wasn't having a good time. She still wants to stay. Yeah. And then like he he suggests like getting getting head, mm -hmm. and she she obliges. Mm -hmm. After she states, so then when she does, so when she states that she wants to slow down and chill, or that you mm -hmm. you know, and, so they do chill. Yeah, yeah. Right. And then he he uh, says like he he requests head and she obliges. Doesn't that give him a mixed signal then? Because then it's like, oh well, you said you want, you said you wanted to chill, and now you're giving me head. But I think that we have to look at the, like, I think we have to look at the power dynamic in the situation. Like he is a famous person, yeah. Who is, and maybe she's, I don't know, interested in being in the industry. Maybe like, yeah, yeah. She's afraid of offending him, or of like I, as a as a woman, I can say that. In every situation, I still have this instinct, this like deep instinct to be polite and to just make the other person feel okay. Mm. So I think that that is that's in a male-dominated scenario or yeah, situation. Yeah, yeah. Do you feel situation. that way in this situation? Oh yeah, totally. Yeah. <laughs> really? Of course. Yeah. Yeah, I I feel that way in <laughs> yeah I feel that way in many situations. I guess maybe uh -huh. that's Asian politeness. I don't know, but. Um, Anyways, uh, we have a one one commenter, Connor. Hi, he mentions uh, race. How can we bring race Why into? I think it, he grammatically he spelled it incorrectly. But why um, do you think? Uh, why do you think race was brought into the Zizanzari case as a defense? Yeah. Okay, so he's referring to um, one writer. Uh, she in the Atlantic. She wrote. Oh, uh, this the humiliation of Zizanzari, right? Oh, I saw. And she wrote about how. This man, the South, the South Asian man, uh, this South Asian man, he's brought, he's he's been very vocal about representation mm -hmm. of sexuality, race. First, the first Asian American man to win the Golden Globe, um, and this woman comes out and ruins his reputation. And this the, this female writer for the Atlantic says that she that she blames Grace as opportunistic and hurting a powerful voice mm -hmm. in the progressive movement. Mm -hmm. um, so before we, Dan, do you want to chime in on that particularly? Do you agree or disagree with that uh, statement? That uh, it was a character assassination? By Grace, yeah, or by Babe.net. Uh, I guess that's a very strong distinction because we, yeah. we got to make sure, we got to be clear that was Grace, is she actually a puppet? And I think hearing Laura's side, I'm, I'm guessing I'm feeling a little bit more sorry for Grace because in a way she's kind of been pulled into a larger scheme. Uh, but then again, like, did she reach out to Babe? I don't know. Um, the actual... Because Babe had to find out somehow. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, but it is uh, any, like, publication's responsibility to not publish something if it's... Hurtful, yeah. You know. Not... She's anonymous, I guess. Yeah, it's not yeah. Public. So what? If it's not what? Um, if it if it doesn't. So like, I've seen a lot of, um, 
discussion about the early articles about the movement. So like, for example, the investi investigative article um, written about Harvey Weinstein and his victims, mm -hmm. which yeah. took- Let's just agree that place. Harvey Weinstein, despicable, oh, yeah, yeah, okay. for sure, without question. Sure, no no sure, need sure. to debate sure. that. He's, he's, let's, sure, it's yeah. just too much evidence. Yeah. And yeah, there's so exactly. many women yeah. coming out. And, but I don't yeah. think- should we put them? I don't, on the same see, boat? I don't think you put them on the same boat, though. Oh no, 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 totally okay. not. No, there's, there's a spectrum. There would you a, say? Yeah, there's there are shades of gray. But do you think that entire spectrum is still wrong? Um, I mean, no, not the entire spectrum because on the one side of the spectrum we have consent, and then no, no, I mean like the, from Aziz to Harvey. Yeah, or like <laughs> you don't even have to say like Aziz is on one side of the spectrum and that Harvey's on the other. I guess, but like, <laughs> what spectrum are you so here's a graph. It's like no, and then there's Aziz, and there's a, and the other side is consent. Yes, and there's like oh sure, and there's like fuck yeah. I don't know, maybe something like that. Like, I don't know. Well, I mean, like, because you're saying that Aziz is somewhat in the wrong. Yes. Okay. In the wrong spectrum. I yeah. Okay. Yeah. In the spectrum of being wrong. <laughs> in the spectrum of being wrong, he's wrong. Okay, uh, yeah. and then, um, and that, but and Harvey Weinstein is also on that spectrum. But Harvey Weinstein is uh, yeah, you know, yeah, on the very, very dark, extreme. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. So like, how, how like on the spectrum then is is he's on side? Of, of I don't know. Wrong, if, you know I, I mean? don't. I mean, I I don't know the answer to that question. Okay. A little, let's let's talk about in like terms of of what is useful, right? Yeah, and in terms of what's useful, uh, Dan. Sorry, I just I wanted to bring you in um, about that question. Uh, do you feel that? Um, shoot, what was my question? Oh yeah, race. Uh, do you think it was a character assassination? Yeah, I think Babe.net could have been better about this. I don't know if they necessarily had to. I don't know if they needed to point out to Aziz and sorry that uh, he. He's like he's very aggressive at dates. Um, it I don't know I don't know if it was character assassination, but I'm just wondering if it would be just as impactful without naming names all the way around. Yeah, I see what he means. Yeah, like if he didn't like if he didn't say Aziz Ansari. Yeah, like would we be looking at? I, like, I get I guess the thing the first said this. She went out with somebody famous, etc., etc., who is part of who propose or says that they're part of the Me Too movement and all that yeah. other stuff. If it would have been just as impactful or not, I think if um, she did that, if she did that without stating who it was, we're gonna find out. Yeah. Not not only that, like a lot of people would be like, well, then why, like, like why aren't you saying his name? Yeah. Because and then the validity of what she said would go down even more. Yeah, that's a good point. Um. I, I do understand, like, I do feel kind of like, because when you mention a celebrity's name, mm -hmm. there's there's a few things attached to it. Oh, you're trying to get fame, and oh, he just won the Golden Globe, so the timing. So these are some things that were brought up. Oh, it's opportunistic, right? Even in, in some cases, this podcast might be opportunistic because we are commenting on something that's happening. But I, I think it's a good spark to start a conversation. Why not, you know? Mm -hmm. And uh, I... I, I do think that it one thing one thing that was brought up is like oh it's sick she she said oh it's sickened me when I saw you wear the Times Up uh, pin that was same was say, said about James Franco which is still those allegations yeah. are still I don't know why those 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 allegations haven't got as much press as diseases yeah the, honestly they're much worse oh yeah, yeah. the Franco allegations what 
Basically, yeah, five, five women. Minors uh, involved, too. Oh, really? Oh, 17 year old. 17, yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, um, yeah so. 17 year old, though. No, it's a little tricky, you know what I mean? Because, uh, like, no, no, because, no, like, like, yeah, you're supposed <laughs> to ask ages and stuff. Uh -huh. But at the same time, like, girls can lie. Are you going to, like, check their IDs? Um, you should really check, I think. Check ID? Really? No, you should, like, you, like, be like, you look really young. I'm going to, like, because you know when somebody is 17, right? It's not just the way they look. It's their behavior. It's their maturity level. There's, and he's following these girls on Instagram. They're... Mm. See, I don't know the whole story. Things. If he is following them on Instagram and they're 17. What's that? Well, he, he forced some women in. So there's a sexual scene. Like, he, he used to run a school in North Hollywood, right? And um, there was a scene with, that he had with the students where they acted out an orgy. And they had these, uh, these plastic things covering their vaginas. And he said, no, nah, no, nah, take that stuff off. You know, I want to really, you know, I guess he... He wanted. He didn't want those girls to have that kind of protection, mm -hmm. and the women were kind of like, "Uh, not really. I I don't feel comfortable yeah. with that." And then uh, there's the other allegation where Violet Paley she she said on Twitter like, "Oh, he. You remember that time before you pushed my head towards your penis in the car?" Mm -hmm. And then eventually she gave in and just went ahead and did it. it Violet Paley. She's like an actress that you can look it up, but um, so. It sucks because I really like the disaster artist, and I was just like, oh, "Damn it!" You know, and I want to watch it again, but now I feel conflicted. You know, and this goes back to the whole thing about can you separate the art artist mm -hmm. from the art, yeah. uh, and that's a whole other discussion. Um, we what, another comment was brought up was that uh, she hasn't brought charges against him, so it isn't fair enough that she airs what she perceives as hypocrisy in his behavior, in that he didn't act in a respectful way, even if it was legal. Uh, what does that mean? Okay. I don't get that. Um, she isn't fair. So isn't, isn't, so isn't it fair enough that she airs what she presumes? Okay, I guess. I think he's saying that, um, like, isn't it enough that. She already brought it to light, like, yeah, to him and he apologized maybe. Something. And because he's not breaking the law. Okay, yeah. let me, let me tell, let me talk about legality and I'm going to squash. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to squash this thing real quick, like. Just because it's a, a le just because it's legal doesn't mean it's right, mm -hmm. right? For, for real talk, like yeah. Um, because guess what? Laws are, are made by human. Is laws are made by a really imperfect system. Mm -hmm. They're first of all, a lot of them are made by um, old white men. Yeah. So that's why a lot of uh, female reproductive rights mm -hmm. laws are like totally fucking weird, you know? Because like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so. Um, so legality aside, we, we have to look at it. So if we're we're if we're not if we use legality as one measure, what's the other measure? I guess the other measure. I think it's is, yeah. it's just how we. I think it's a gender parity issue. I think it's it's about how women are involved in and respected during sex. Okay. I think it's. I think it's about. Gender equality. Okay. Uh, I think that's the schema. Can can we talk? Okay. Can we talk about? Um, you saw Lady Bird, right? Like three times. Four now. Four yeah. now. Wow. Have, have you seen this movie, Lady Bird? <laughs> Damn, you saw it, right? We talked about this. Yeah. Right? Like in one of the podcasts. What's that movie about? I didn't watch it because I couldn't tell. I, I, I'm, hey guys, I'm gonna connect this back, but wow. uh, 
But anyways, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. So Laura, can you give us a? Sorry, I'm, I'm asking something of you, but do you consent? <laughs> can you give consent to giving a summary? Summary of Lady Bird because you've seen it four uh, times. Yeah. Okay. So Lady Bird is a coming of age movie set in the early 2000s in Sacramento about a um, teenage girl who is desperate to get out of Sacramento and move to the East Coast, and she clashes with her overbearing mother. Okay, that's what the whole movie's about? Pretty much, yeah. It's yeah. a really slice of life, kind of coming-of-age story. Mm -hmm. um, directed and written by Aquino, Greg Gerwick, who was nominated for the Oscar, yeah. I bring this up because, sorry, it's really unprofessional, I'm eating trail mix, but... <laughs> so there's something in cinema called the male gaze and the female gaze, right? Mm -hmm. And what the male gaze is basically that all these movies we watch are made by a man, Film cinematography is usually a man. Reviews are written by a man. Mm -hmm. So and what happens? A lot of women are really sexualized. Mm -hmm. You know, like they hang on the ass for a little bit. You know, like like that's a gay male gay. This is how men see the world. And you could apply that to how uh, in the Wonder Woman movie. Yeah. Like even like their uniform mm -hmm. for the Amazon women, it looked like a real Amazon women yeah, uniform. Yeah, yeah. But mm -hmm. then when it went to the Justice League, that yeah. was directed by a man. The Amazon women's uniform just became like a bathing suit. Exactly. Like, oh, oh. Yeah, exactly. good point. Okay. So, anyways, I'm watching Lady Bird. And what I found interesting for me mm -hmm. was like, oh, damn, this girl was really trying hard to get laid. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And she, and there's, she's, she's assertive. She, she knows what she wants. She wants, she wants, you know, the affection of this guy. And she's kind of pushing for sex, you know? Mm -hmm. And, I've been in situations with females where women have been very assertive in sex with me. And sometimes I was a little thrown off. And sometimes I was, you know, I'm, I'm down, you know, like yeah. I would turn me on, right? Yeah. So, what, so don't know if it's a test or not. <laughs> what, would you, what do you mean? What, like, what's a t what, is, what is a test in that situation? Like, like if she's like kind of like, like, oh, let's have sex. She kind of wants to test you to see if you're the kind of guy who is down the way. And then if you're uh, kind of guy, she wants to keep her I don't know. Yes, uh, I know. That. Yeah, it's true because it's happened to me. Okay, so you can't, I, I want you to share that experience, off. but um, <laughs> let me finish my point. So my point is basically what I liked about the film, I, you know, it's not a perfect film, but it's a really good film. I enjoyed it, but um, it meanders a little bit. But uh, anyways. It is, a, it is a perfect film, so it's, it's fine now. <laughs> don't talk over me, Laura. How dare you? <laughs> I'm uh, your woman's cleaning me. Yeah. Um, anyways, uh, uh, I, what I was going to say is that what I liked from it was that, oh, there's assertive consent. There's, mm -hmm. it's, there's, she's giving signals. Mm -hmm. It's easy to read. Yeah. And we just met you, these guys just are blockhead. They just need to pay attention or they need to, you know, show her more respect, right? Mm -hmm. Or, and, you know, so another point that was brought up by Jenny Yang, which is really good, was that women, for most of their lives, for many generations, have been trained to read men. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Whereas men have been always in a position where it's kind of like we tell other people what to do or told women, you know, uh, what to do. And we've never really, we're not as receptive to reading women yeah. as women are reading men. Mm -hmm. That's something I was thinking about because when I read the Babe.net article, 
yeah, my initial reaction was like, this bitch is crazy. Like she is giving all these weird signals. Then I sat down and thought about it. I was like, damn, okay. There's this one time I had this one friend and um, he, he's like super bro-y with me, right? He'll touch my ass like that. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, what's up, bro? And touch my ass. And one time like he's hanging out at my place. I'm taking a piss in the bathroom, right? And he opens the door. He's like, hey, James, what's up? I'm like, hey, dude, I'm trying to take a piss. He's like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Hey, how's it going? He's like sneaking into the bathroom. I'm like, dude, hey, can you like get out? I said like that kind of. He's like, no, why? What, what, what's, what's wrong? And then he, he pats my butt. And I'm like, oh, ha, you know, ha, ha. And I'm like, hey, dude, like, can you get out? And I, I didn't want to like yell because he's like my friend, you know? Are you still friends? We're still friends. Are you still as good of friends? I, so what I did was like, I was still thinking about like, at, uh, I, before I went to sleep, I sleep kind of late that day. It was like 2 a.m. I was like, hey, let me message it. So I messaged him, hey, dude, like what you did today was like not cool. Like, like when I told you to get out of the bathroom, you should have just, he's like, dude, why don't you just tell me then? Why are you texting me now? Is what, it was his response. I'm like, hey, man, I got caught up in the moment. Um, I was taking a piss. No, but that's you different. Know, I just, you, I did, just wanted, you did straight up tell him, like, dude, get out of the bathroom. But the thing is, the way I said it was maybe like, hey, dude, yeah, get out yeah, the bathroom. Yeah. That's how he heard it, maybe. Yeah. You know? Because he's, he's in condition to... I think- don't think... I, I think that's a little bit different because it's it's not a problem with whether or not you said it. It's a problem with how he heard it. If you well, said it I think it's applicable. Line, I think it's applicable. I think that's exactly what we're talking about. I, I think it's a little bit different because in here she's saying a different... She's saying it in a different way. She or she's not really saying it. It's like she's not really saying like let's. She kind of she is saying like oh let's stop. Well let yeah. let's uh, let's say that James. Okay, so the exact thing happened. Same thing happened to James, but he doesn't say anything, and he's just like kind of like visibly uncomfortable. Yeah, I cover my dick. He's, or he's like yeah, he's yeah. like like that, and and but kind I'm of not like saying, goes along with it. I'm not saying let's go. No, 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 but, but, but just, let's just, like, everyone like, else who's listening, yeah. no, let's just play it out. Like, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, okay, so does that mean that j- the fact that James's friend burst in and was, like, <laughs> playing around, is that still okay? Because James isn't saying, like, dude, get out right fucking now. Yeah, I, I, should, that, I should have said that. I, I, yeah. Thinking back, I was like, fuck, I should have just been, like, really emphatic, but because we had a history of, like, you know, yeah. I've, I've messed around with him. He's messed around with yeah. me. I'm thinking, oh, he, he has good intention. Hey, dude, just like, can you yeah. get out? And yeah. and but it's hard because then, like, I think it's a little different because you're barging into someone's into like a closed area. Well, if the vagina is a closed okay. area, right? But hard to get into. It's it's literally okay. Let's just say. Any room, any door. Yeah, it's different if someone's trying to break into your house than if someone's already inside your house and trying to. Okay, I see what you're saying. Like, you know I mean? if we're on the couch and like, yeah, you're, I'm a female, and, you're, and you know, she gives you head, like, yeah, dude, it's like, okay, I see what it's you're different. saying. It, it would be very different, com- completely different, if when she was in the bathroom washing her face off, Aziz, I'm sorry, like, be- knocks on the door, comes inside the bathroom, and says, like, yo, dude, like, like, what's up? Are you okay? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but I, I still think the, the central concept of yeah. discomfort 
and consent. And no, yeah, yeah, I know what I'm saying. Like, in this situ- like this situation. I see what I, you're saying. Like, I guess your your argument is the is is the environment it informs the situation. Yeah. But I but I think that the key thing here is that James's relationship with this dude informed how he behaved, even with when what his friend was doing made him uncomfortable. Yeah. Which is exactly what happened in this situation. They're they're like her like goodwill towards him for whatever reason because he's famous or he's made like responsible responsible. Yeah, shows. yeah. Has it informs the way that she gives him the benefit of the doubt. So I think that the situations are analogous. Okay. In Dan, conclusion. Dan. Back me up, Dan. Dan, uh, did you want to chime in on that? Like, bros being bros. Like, have you ever had a situation where it's like you've been kind of like bullied into or pushed a bit, you know, kind of pushed into something? I think a lot of people grow up being bullied at some point or another. But uh, I was I was thinking about like these nonverbal cues and, and going back and forth. My question to both James and Aaron is that you guys have sparred quite a bit now. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm assuming. Have you ever sparred against someone who, who wasn't really into sparring? Yeah. You can kind of tell right away, can't you? Mm-hmm. Aaron, you I've never that? sparred with anyone who wasn't into sparring. Not in, in my opinion, I haven't. So maybe I'm not that good at t- Because if I have, then I haven't seen it. So I can't uh, say that I'm good or not good. I see, you know what I'm, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I I've sparred with people who are super hesitant, super jerky, and super like tentative, and like there's a couple of choices I can have. I can I can have a learning experience with this person, like, mm-hmm. and like, hey, when I throw this jab, you can try try uh try slipping or try parrying, you know, or I can wail on this fool and like not you know beat the shit out of him, right? Like that's I don't I I prefer not to do that. Um, what sometimes I will be asked sometimes and like do the same thing over and over and keep getting him just so that eventually he's like, dude, I keep getting you with the same combination left, uh, left jab, left hook, right? Like, you gotta, but after getting him like five times, I'll say, hey, dude, I keep getting you with the same combination, you know, try to figure out a way. I'm not gonna tell him how to get out of it, but like, hey, this is a way you can get out, of it, you know. Um, but uh, I, so Dan, like, so your point is that. It should be pretty clear, nonverbal cues. For a martial artist, I mean, there are going to be times I, that whole thing about like sparring is like to know what's going on, right? To a sense what the, your opponent's doing, if they're really into it or not into it, you should be able to pick that up. Oh, sorry, we got distracted by our Somebody comments. Is, is- Comments of James about my vest. Yeah. Take, uh, well, don't take it off. No, 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 they they like it. You like the vest? Okay, <laughs> fine. Um, I think like his comment was to get you to take those off. I think that guys. Okay, so here's another comment. I think that guys aren't as perceptive. Is a bit of a cop out. Guys know how to treat people in a gentlemanly way or treat them like shit. James suddenly became super perceptive when it was man-on-man contact. Okay. And yes, I will keep the fucking vest on, okay? Um, uh, okay. Um, yeah, so Dan, you bring up a good point. Sparring gen- generally Aaron, is man-on-man you know, man versus man, <laughs> usually. Not, not, not all the time, but um, I, I do find myself fairly, fairly perceptive. And also, um, there... 
Dude, I, I, I've had some pushy friends before in the past. I had a pushy friend in high school. You ever had that friend who was like, dude, hey, yo, come over, man. I'm like, oh, I don't know. I'm like, kind of busy. Dude, what are you doing? No, tell me, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, well, I'm doing this. That's, dude, you can totally do that later. You can do that homework. That'll only take yeah, you like 30 minutes. He's not my friend anymore. He's not my friend anymore. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think it's analogous. I think yeah. it might yeah. be analogous. Uh, Laura, you want to chime in on that? Yeah, I mean... You've had that experience and stuff? Yeah, I mean, I've had it with people of different genders. But it... And I I think that a lot of dudes kind of... um, When it comes to sexual situations, they... They can... They can be like that. They They can be like that because they think that because something has happened before, because something is currently happening, that the next thing is also cool. And if there's a no, then it becomes a thing of, oh, hey, but wait, what? we were just doing this. What are you talking about? What do you mean? And then you, on the other side of that, maybe you don't want to make a big, big deal out of it because you don't want to have a fight or you don't want to be confrontational or you don't want to... Can you imagine, like, how many, can you imagine, like, being in a situation where you're making out with a girl and she just, like, storms out of your apartment and, like, like the, the behavior that you guys are talking about, Grace, um, the, the behavior that you're, you're saying would have been the correct response is kind of, like, it's not, um, how to say it's it's out of the the bounds of normal behavior like it's mm-hmm. not like the way that you have a date you know what i mean so we're demand so a lot of men or a lot of women actually older feminists or older are calling her out on not stepping out of the bounds of normal behavior and taking that step right okay I, I, that's a good point because it's kind of like it's a very um to make that demand might be unfair on Grace, mm-hmm. right? I think so. And for for that, back to my like guy coming to the bathroom while I'm taking a piss situation. Okay, now when I think about, it, I said, "Dude, get the fuck out of the bathroom." I should have said that, right? Mm-hmm. I didn't. I was just, "Hey, can you can you get out of the bathroom?" Because you know, I want be I don't want to be mean to him, right? Yeah. But now I think about, it, I was like, "Dude, I I had to go there, but I I didn't yeah. because it's like you said, it's kind of outside the bounds of polite behavior." Yeah. Um. I do want to kind of shift gears. I want to introduce like race into like this mix as well, because um, one thing that I think is not talked about in this conversation. Well, the, there's a, so I do agree. Men have to be better listeners. Can can we all agree on that? Or I'm yeah. sorry, I wasn't listening. <laughs> you mother. No, yeah, you're sure. Everybody so, needs to listen. Better. Everyone needs to listen better. Now, the one thing that's kind of missing from the conversation is also um, masculinity. All right, so. What's what does okay? Uh, let, let's go around. Uh, you hear the word masculine. This person is really manly or masculine. What, Dan, what does that mean to you? Wait, say that again. I don't cut masculine. Yeah, yeah. If someone is, if the word masculinity, what does that word mean to you? So, like the macho part, like being very dominant, I guess. Okay, and then Aaron, what's would you agree? Uh, um. Like to be an attractive man, do you have to be masculine? I, 
It's kind of, uh, yeah, I sorry, it's a, it's a big know. Yeah, I don't know what it takes to be an attractive man because I'm not. Oh, you are so. Come, come here. Hey, dude, I'm not comfortable with that. Yeah, I'm comfortable. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. That's different. But like, um, I don't like. What is it? It's very subjective to say what makes a manly man. Like, um, like a girl could say, like the fact that a man is emotionally um, in tune with himself makes him very masculine. Sure, but then another girl could say, "I if a guy cries, he's not masculine at all." Right, and so it's very subjective. Right, and it's kind of like it, it, Laura. Do you want to chime in on that? What, like, what makes an attractive male, or what's what's um, a masculine? Or... I mean, I think that looking at looking at it in an individual way isn't as helpful as looking at look, looking at what society tells us is masculine and attractive. Because I think that like people have their individual people perceptions, have, yes. et cetera. But but those perceptions aren't influenced by like larger trends, which I think tend to be, um, you know, towards men who are like pretty dominant and domineering, kind of, or who are, who are encouraged not to be. I, I don't know how you guys I feel think, about this. Do you yeah. feel like you are you are throughout your life? Do you feel like you've been encouraged not to be sensitive or like introspe- introspective or? I've always you know, been a sensitive guy. No, honestly, <laughs> I've always I'm not I'm not trying yeah. to like be sarcastic. Like, yeah. I really have always been a sensitive guy. Did, so, did your dad ever I call you out on that guy. or? Um, no. Okay. There was one time I was at daycare. And then um, someone was like, "This other okay." I was like a little kid, and then she was no judging. She was like a, a grade older, but she was like, she she was there with like all her friends. You know what I mean? Yeah. And um, they like all, they all like started getting in my face, you know. And she did that thing where like you know, like they get real close. You're like, "What's up? Like, what you gonna do? What you gonna do?" Right? She was bullying you. Yeah. And so like I like um, I was like, dude, like you know, like, I pushed her off. Yeah. You know. Oh. Like, I mean, like, I was at that age where it's like, I know, I always knew you're not supposed to hit a girl, right? But, like, what else can you do, like, if someone's just, like, in your face? You're not just going to, like, let them stay. And I honestly, like, in that moment, I felt like I was being, like, um, trying to be strong-armed, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then she just, like, kept getting him. And then, like, when she did that, like, all of a sudden, like, four other girls, like, keep in mind, like, I'm a little kid. Like, I'm, yeah. I was smaller when I was younger. And yeah. they were, like, all, I mean, they were, they were all athletes. Like, they were all on the basketball team. Oh, right, they could kick your ass. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, because I was little, um, I don't know. <laughs> no judging. No but, and but yeah, so you like, can you totally know, own them now. Like, I'm sorry. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, you can't own people. But like they, like you know, like they all started getting in my face, right? And so like all I could keep doing was just like keep pushing them back, keep it, you know, like. And so and but then like, it just like got to the point where like just emotionally it started to fluster me, and I just started to cry. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then, like at that very moment, like my dad comes, like yeah. the car pulls up, and then I just like grab my bag and I just go straight into the car and I'm crying. Yeah. And my dad's like asking me like what's wrong? And then like like I was like telling him what happened and he's like, That's what you're crying about? I'm like, dude, come on, like you weren't there, you don't know how it was. Yeah, yeah. And he just goes, Yeah, I know it's hard, but like come on, like this is what you're crying about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and that was, so yeah, that was like the and that was like the only moment. Uh um, yeah. you know, I've always been I've always been a sensitive guy. <laughs> Uh, that reminds me of, can I share, uh, I was going to share a story, like, 
um, yeah, my my dad growing up told me, James, you have to be like a samurai. You have to be like, you know, you have to be uh, not show your feelings too much, mm-hmm. and uh, you have to uh, because then people can use that against you. You got you can't be vulnerable. You have to be strong and show your strong face, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, and like he, you know, I, I you know I give it up to him. He pushed me to take karate, and I actually took to it. I actually. Out of all my siblings, I actually was the one who stayed in karate. Yeah. Um, so I liked it. Uh, but uh, there was always, uh, let me see. Yeah, I used to do like weird shit when I was a kid. Like I would try like, you know, go, hey, hello. Like, and I, I'd blow in people's ears and stuff. Or like, I'd be like kind of, am I, you know, eh, eh, and as I got older, my dad's like, dude, James, you got to stop. And, you know, fair, fair point. Yeah. A little bit too touchy feeling, you know. Um, and anyways, what I want to say is that, okay, we have these ideas of masculinity from our fathers or what mm-hmm. it takes to be a man. That's what we learned. That's how we, mm-hmm. I learned. And, um, and then our mother, my mother, you know, would also like try to, you know, you know, my mother would try to like tell me what to do or, or baby me. And my dad's like, no, you gotta let, let him find out. He has to be a man. He has to find out on his own, you know, stop trying to baby him to be a baby, a mama's boy. Like he would yell at my, you know, yeah. and um, anyways, what I want to talk about also is that growing up too as Asian men, um, all of the, so aside from our fathers and our uncles, um, the, the men that we saw in the media were white men mm-hmm. mainly, mm-hmm. except for maybe Bruce Lee, but I didn't find him until later on. Yeah. And, uh, and then the Asian men that I've saw, he was like, you know, 16 candles, long, long duck dong. And yeah. then who else yeah. was there? Um, yeah, there's. Uh, I'm trying to think of some other Asian. There's that guy from what the the Goonies, the little Asian kid. Oh, there's that little Asian kid from uh, Temple of Doom, uh, Indiana Jones, mm-hmm. oh, shortstop yeah. or whatever. Oh, or yeah, it was kind short of, round. Short round. It's like, oh hey. Yeah. These guys never really had names. Yeah, they just had, and like random words. So we we and then also when I when I got older and I got into porn like around when I was a teenager. It's like every there's no Asian men, and then I got into Japanese porn later on. We talked about this last time, but um, <laughs> but it, it it was like and I basically male images and male role models. We had like it's really confusing for for I think for I think a lot of Asian men have to really own up to how fucking confusing it is to grow up as a man in America mm-hmm. because there. Are, these we, and then we're emasculated as late my man and butterfly and like these all these all this stuff in the consciousness of of, of America of how Asian men are not as manly as other men you know mm-hmm. I was an Asian and my freaking Tinder and my 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 dating apps were blowing up but but in, in America it's like oh you know it's harder you know so dude yeah that's here's a th- whenever I always get I always be like oh. People will be like, "Oh, you're attractive because you don't look like other Asians." What the fuck? That's what I get. Really? Yeah, because I don't look like the typical Asian, which I don't know. I think I do. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or people. Will be I get like, that too, and like, yeah, a girl said, "Oh, you must be part white," and I'm like, uh, "I'm not." She's like, "Well, I, I meant that as a compliment." I was like, "What?" You know? Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Really straight from the main topic. So what I'm trying to say is, okay, Aziz's story, or like there's other guy, there's other Asian American guys out there that 
they kind of overcompensate maybe, you know? But what I'm trying to say is that maybe guys like Aziz or maybe other Asian men feel like, oh, uh, maybe there's, okay, there's, there's sometimes I get this feeling with, with women that I've dated before. It's like, fuck, was I being too polite? Was I, was I not assertive enough? Cause I, and I don't, so I, Dan, I, I told you last time I was helping, I, I was at work, I was helping a, a lady with her computer and I was like, I saw her before. I got her her uh, her her messaging before, right? Mm -hmm. And I was like, Oh, dude, hey, you're back. Um, she, I messaged her and she ghosted me. Mm -hmm. And then I I saw her again and I was like, Fuck, should I should I push for should I just push for it again? So then I saw I was helping her a little bit, like, but I'm in a professional environment mm -hmm. and I tell her, Hey, what happened to uh, our that boba drink? And she shut down non-verbal cues she was like didn't respond mm -hmm. her hands went stiff on the keyboard and she didn't look at me mm -hmm. and i'm like what was she she was a customer at the store that i was working no at. but like her national she was uh taiwanese okay yeah yeah and uh because she ghosted me before uh on on a messenger and then Ooh. i saw i saw her again so basically non-verbally she was nice to me and I, I left and then i asked my female co-workers like hey was i overstepping she's like Probably <laughs> it's a professional situation. I wasn't directly helping her with her device. Yeah. But anyways, I. But the thing is, I I had no idea where that line was until I, mm -hmm. until I stepped over it a little bit. Mm -hmm. And now I know whenever that situation comes up, I'm like, oh James, maybe I shouldn't go that far. Mm -hmm. I I was not clear. Yeah. So in and also in sexual situations, it's really it's like it's 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 tough because then sometimes I'm like. Should I go move in for the kiss? Should I, and I asked my friend about it, and he's like, James, every time, first date, that's his thing. Every time, he always goes for making out on the first date. Mm -hmm. I'm like, what? And how does that work? He's like, pretty good, you know? It's 50-50. <laughs> and my 50-50. I mean, I don't do that, but. And it's like, because, look, a lot of times I do want to have sex. I'm not sure if it's going to be a relationship, but. For the sex part, I'm pretty much usually down in a date, but I'm not sure about the woman. But I'm trying to get. But then I don't want to overstep my balance, and I don't want to. Mm -hmm. So what I'm trying to say, bringing this all back to like the Z store or like the, all the sexual allegation stores or listening to women, is basically how can men present their sexuality in a healthy way that's not attacking, that is not is not stepping over bounds or, you know, so it's confusing. And I think that's something we need to talk about. And I think when the answer is, is yes, listen, being fucking hella receptive to the other person mm -hmm. and, and not just, you know, push, push, push. But there are moments where like, maybe it is a sex, it is attractive for you to like go for that kiss. Okay, mm -hmm. like, okay, okay, question. Let's, let's, let's make this really simple. Should you ask a girl, hey, can I kiss you? If it's a, it's a her first kiss. Aaron, I'm, have you ever asked a girl uh, on the on the first kiss with the girl, hey, can I kiss you? Have you ever asked for consent? Me either. It's bu that's, that's bullshit. That's not bold. That's like, and I've talked to women about this, and they think it's like, dude, no, James, don't ever ask that. I think he, it kills the moment. It kills the moment. People, or Jason have asked me that before, which I kind of appreciate, but I think that if you're like, 
I, I think abiding by the, you know, going 50% rule. So like leaning in. The 90-10. Yeah, exactly, true. exactly. What's the so 90 like, Sorry, go ahead. So yeah. you lean in most, if you're the person initiating, you would lean in 90% of the way. And then you let the other person sort of. Finish it. Finish it, yeah. So you're not uh, like, you're not like immediately. <laughs> no, 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 no. You're not lunging towards their mouth. I think that's. It's not hungry, hungry hippos. Yeah. Oh, okay, basically. okay. Yeah, you're like it's, giving it's, them the opportunity. It's basically going like this, oh, okay. and, up, and they're and they're exactly like that. I I usually oh, fuck, I, I fucked up there. Yeah, because <laughs> I I go from like like uh, like from here to like room, and I'm like, and she's like, whoa. Yeah, I know that's see not... that's why because it's kind of like I don't know like if you saw like a punch coming at you, what would you do? I know that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's basically what you're doing with your face. Yeah. Okay. Kind of All right, that cleared that up for me. Thank you. I've learned something. You know what? Well, if you don't even like if you're if you're trying to insinuate a kiss, you just you move closer to them. Yeah, yeah. If they don't pull away, you get a little bit closer. If they don't pull away, you know what I mean? Yeah. Right. So yeah, I mean, then then that's that's a way. I think that's a way that you know, because based on the story that about Aziz or whatever, it seems like he did go for a hundred. He's going. He's going. He was throwing that punch, that mm-hmm. sexual punch. Maybe. Yeah. 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 But the thing is, <laughs> no, I'm just saying. Yeah. You know, like there could be more to it because if I mean, it's always different if you see if you like take a girl out on a first date when it's not really like a first date. You know what I mean? Like if you talk to someone for a long time. And then you finally like say like oh let's like let's go on like a real date. Yeah. You know what I mean? Then you kinda like already know more. Gosh, I don't really know what I'm going with this one. Yeah, just uh Connor's mentioning Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, we, we have, have I have seen his show, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And actually that episode is really great. Um, yeah, where yeah. he does kind of go for the kiss yeah. or whatever and it's just like yeah. Oh when he's on the when he's on the online dating dates? Yeah, or yeah. and also um the episode where yeah. he directly deals with Sexism and and um, with that other that with with that guy who uh, he was supposed to be partners with in a show later on. That too, but also um, in Spoiler the in the first season. Spoiler. When um, his girlfriend is remember, it's like the parallel walking home scenes with like the one the woman who's like walking home and it's a horror movie. And, oh yeah, yeah. And he's walk he's walking home and it's like yeah yeah so easy yeah yeah yeah. Um, Dan, do you yeah. have anything to add, uh, the, um, based on, um, I guess, how to express sexuality healthily, going for well, that kiss? Well, yeah. The going for that, yeah. was a pretty good rule thing to go by, but I was just thinking about um, the whole dynamics, the power dynamics. I'm sure for a seasoned star who's famous and healthy, He's probably not used to girls not saying yes, mm-hmm. and he probably has like a distorted reality of what what's acceptable and what's not. Oh, good point. Yeah. And the girl, the girl, I'm sure is, is just like, not only is she used to like going along with things, probably not not being empowered to say no all the time, but it's also doubly so when it comes to someone who's like wealth or wealthy and famous. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it might be really difficult for a girl in that situation. No, that's a good point. Yeah. Um, 
for her to like, yeah, Aaron. Um, I kind of want to segue back to James Franco. Yeah. Like, so, 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 because I don't know the, I kind of want to know the whole story. So, like those girls with the whole like plastic covering up their um, vagina area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said, "No, take those off." Yeah, yeah. Were those the girls that were under seven? That were seventeen? No, 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 no. It's different. It's different because he approached oh, okay. a he approached a girl I think outside of a hotel. Yeah. And he said, "Hey, are you?" Uh, he asked her age. And uh, did, at that moment, did she state that she was seventeen? I think she, I'm not. I don't know the details. I, I think something like along those lines. But anyways, I guess she sta- it's it's a completely different story if she stated that she was seventeen than if she didn't state that she was seventeen. I I will sure, but it's still not legal to have. Yes, it yeah. definitely isn't legal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I I 100 agree with yeah. that. But it's, but it's and like I. As somebody who is going through the world with the possibility of, like, if you ask out a girl and what, don't you want to, like, know that she's 18 and over instead yeah, of, like, kind yeah. of, like, kind of knowing in the back of your head but not wanting to confirm it so that you can have sex with her, which I think is what probably happens. You know what I mean? No, I want to know for sure, especially too. Like for Asian women too. Like it's sometimes I'm like, yeah, I don't know. You know, and like yeah. you I've look never like been in that situation where I didn't mm-hmm. know that they were older. Yeah, I, I, haven't, so I, haven't, I, yeah. I can't really talk on this one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I had. Let me see. She has. Uh, I had a situation where I was also around that age range. If anyone has comments, feel free to leave. Yeah, if anyone has comments, feel free to leave. Uh, and, uh, but no, in that situation, I just made it very clear to her, like, Hey, uh, this is my age. That's your age. And yeah. we're around the same age, but we're still kind of like on that cusp. Right. Yeah. 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 But then, but I was worried, you know, yeah. I was like, and I, think I had to be really sure. Yeah. I think there's a real difference between dating. Like if you're 17 dating, somebody who's 19, you know? Okay. Or yeah. versus dating James Franco, who is 38, 39, 39 yeah, yeah. It, the, so, the power, whether or not you're, whether you're 17 or 18, the Jay-Z power was like dynamic 20 is something when Beyonce was 17. Okay. Yeah. When yeah. they but, started dating. Oh, really? She was 17 when they started dating? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. When he started like pursuing a friendship with her. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Well, mm-hmm. Michelle Pfeiffer and, uh, John Johnson, I think that that was a pretty big, yeah. big age gap, and she was under underage. Yeah. Uh, Woody Allen. Oh God! Oh, that's oh God! That's different. Yeah. There's a there's a difference though between like manipulating. So I don't James, know the story. With James Franco wasn't like trying to be in a relationship with. He was trying to be in a relationship. No, I don't. He no, he was probably just trying to have sex. And I think that Jay, like, it gets complicated. So did he take them out like on dates and stuff? I have, I don't know. I don't know the whole story. One of them he was in a relationship with, but he was kind of forceful. Yeah. Their first sexual, like, on their first sexual. I think what's important in these situations is to look at the power dynamic. And that's at play. And if James Franco, a 30 something man, is putting himself in situations with, younger and less influential women like there is that there is the dynamic to be exploited so uh one thing i want to talk about you bring up a good point is a lot of powerful men or men with power or money 
have been indicted. Louis C.K. Louis C.K. admitted to his faults. Yeah, Louis C.K., Al Franken, um, you know, Roy Moore, I guess, whatever. So Roy Moore didn't. He didn't. He didn't admit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but indicted, yes. And and in history, like there have been a lot of powerful men mm-hmm. who've had illicit, um, illicit, you know, affairs or with underage girls. Like, what I'm curious about then is like what, what is going on, and like what what I and this is a bigger. I don't know. I don't think we can all answer this, but maybe. You know, they say individual. Maybe the viewers can. Maybe they say individual is dumb, but a, a, an audience is a genius, right? That's what David Hammond said. So, like, what I'm curious about is like, what the? Is there some? Is there a, okay? And this is something that Dave Chappelle mentioned in his in his uh, talk was that the men, okay, the women are victims for sure. The women that have been the their psyches and their bodies that have been acted upon, they are victims. Mm-hmm. The men are victims in another sense. They are victims of a society of toxic masculinity mm-hmm. or systemic issues mm-hmm. it's a different kind of victim you know mm-hmm. but what so what i'm trying to say is like how can we solve that and for asian america this is me bringing back to asian america asian american men are in a fucking awkward scenario of like they don't know how to be they don't they don't have a firm grasp of how to be masculine in america because of emasculation emasculation by the media but then hypermasculation by their fathers, maybe in certain situations. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. What's like? What's the answer? Like, because a lot of these powerful men, maybe they got to where they were because of maybe high testosterone or like being really aggressive, and in that sense, they try to apply these same skills mm-hmm. in sexual encounters because it was successful in the business or in the uh, the entertainment world of getting where they are now. Now they try to apply that into the, the the bedroom, and it's causing issues. I don't know. Maybe that's it. I mean, I mean, it's like it's rape culture. Okay. Yeah, it's not. It's not. I don't think it's an overflow of power because they're powerful men or wealthy men or whatever. It's like it doesn't. It doesn't matter. It it's it like exists everywhere and anywhere. I think. It's this this idea that sex is something that men desire and need, and this idea that women need to give it to them. You yeah, know, yeah. It's just like this pervasive idea. I don't think it's like it expresses itself in different ways in different cultures, for sure. Yeah. But that's yeah. It's kind of like if I sorry uh, to reinterpret mm-hmm. it is like. Oh, I want something from women, which is sex. Yeah. Like men, men, or men are thinking, "Hey, I want something from you. You have to, and I'm entitled to that. Mm-hmm. You, have, you, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm owned sex. Whereas in reality, women don't owe men anything. Yep. You know. Yep. Whereas, but there is this pervasive thought that if a man wants sex, he should be able to grab it and take it from a woman. Mm-hmm. Um. And I, that's a really dangerous thought because I found myself, there are certain dates where I was like, damn, I really like, I really wanted sex, you know? Mm-hmm. And she, she didn't, and she didn't give it to me. Now there's a couple of thoughts that go, one go through my head. It's like, okay, there's something wrong with me. I w- was I not assertive enough or 
you know, or like, should I have, should I've been more pushy? But the other thing is that she just doesn't want to have sex. Yeah, she doesn't want to have sex, and, and I have to respect that's that. Okay, and that's fine. Yeah, I have to go go home and you know just have, masturbate. Yeah, yeah. Um, but find yeah. somebody who does want to have sex. Who does want to have sex, and yeah. like, um, it's frustrating. Sexual frustration. The local massage parlor. <laughs> Sexual frustration. No, and I'm, no, that's a good point because I'm thinking what, another I'm solution sure. might be is just. I don't know. There might be some sort of system where, like, girls who are hella horny, guys who are hella horny, can match up somehow. And because the Tinder thing bar. is, well, really, I've I've nah, tried the bar scene and it's like tough. It's worked a few times. Um. So, uh, anyways, uh, sorry. So what I wanted to say was the system is rape culture. I guess right. Mm-hmm. Um. And yeah, I mean, Aaron, did you want to add to that at all, or? Do you, do you agree that there's there's a there's a culture out there that 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 rape culture is a big issue of you know college campuses in the workplace? Well, you can't really speak to it. I I don't I I don't know honestly I really don't know about this topic like rape culture and stuff like that like I don't know like I don't have like a voice in it though I should obviously like you should be able to pick a side. But well, no. It's not a difference. I don't know. It's no. I think you bring up a good point. Is that a lot of men mm-hmm. are not attentive to this idea, mm-hmm. and someone like fucking Aziz Ansari wrote a fucking whole book on modern romance yeah. that Dan and I both read. Yeah. Which is that book? It's good. And I read it. Also. Is it a good book? Like, does it bring up good points? No, no. it's a good book. Yeah. I, I mean, I haven't read it. So yeah. Laura, our woke, the woke, woke female approves of that book. I love, I love Master of Men. I love this book. Has your, has your opinion of him changed? Honestly, yes. Yeah. So, but, all the stuff that he's done. But it, no, no, no. I, I, I'm not dismissing all of his work okay. because of this. Okay. I don't, I don't think that's. I think that there. Can you understand women that have? Yeah, I can understand women who have. Oh. But I think that for me, there is a lot of gray area and there is a major distinction between somebody like Weinstein and Aziz Ansari, which again is not saying that something that the incident that Grace wrote about is like, is great, but I think that, I mean, I totally respect women who, like, don't want to deal with them. But I am not one of those So, moving forward, what do you think are the fallout implications for Aziz Ansari versus someone like James Franco? Mm. Do you think Aziz Ansari is going to be able to continue working, doing doing what he wants to do, stand up or whatever? Mm-hmm. And do you think James Franco's career is going to be hurt at all? I think it's a little bit different because... For, for each scenario, because the level, and I hate to say it, but it's honestly, it's like their level of, of stardom. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like for example, you've, you've, we've all played Pokemon, right? Uh, the, the, the catch them, <laughs> like the one with, oh, dude, she's like, Pokemon a, Go? Pokemon like, Go. No, like on Game Boy. No. Oh, yeah, yeah. Really no. Yeah. Okay, well, oh, well it's on Raves, right? On Pokemon Go. Yeah. Okay, so, um, like a level five Pokemon who gets hit mm-hmm. with an attack will lose more health than a Pokemon who's level 20 with the same hit. 
Okay, so you have less defense because you're lower level. Okay, yeah, okay, and that's. I mean, I'm I'm applying that to to the to what's going to happen to them.、Mm. You know what I mean? I yeah. The other thing is that、um, both of them were both wearing times up、uh, pins, right? Yeah, and and that kind of received a backlash from these women that spoke out, and、uh, you know, a couple of things I thought I thought about was.、Um, Yeah, so so Franco, you would say is more is a higher level star. Higher level Pokemon. He's a higher level Pokemon. So they they both want. That's, that's just a statement. Were, that's not right, like right. an opinion. That's like a state. That's just a, like a fact. That's kind of a fact. He's 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 done like twenty hundred. Yeah, he's he's got a more famous repertoire in America. Like he's、yeah. been like his first Hollywood role dates way further back than Aziz Ansari.、Mm-hmm. Sure, sure. And and you ask anyone on the street. On average, everyone's gonna say, "Yeah, I know James Franco versus Aziz Ansari." Right? Yeah. So, but Aziz Ansari, he gets hit by this,、uh, you know, not as many. There's only one accusation so far, and she hasn't pressed charges.、Mm-hmm. But he got hit more. Like, dude, dude, the media is like, "Why are we even talking about this?" Is the media landscape is is flooding with this too?、Yeah. Exactly. Now, now, do you think is that because he's also less star? Is is also because that there's other two things that I want to consider? Is that that he's Asian. He's Asian. And also, he's built his whole career on being sensitive to women's needs. And I don't know if it makes a difference or not. I don't even know if it's ever been stated. But is she a a white? I don't know. I you know what? Do you think that what is it?、Uh, yeah, what yeah I don't. I don't think her race. Yeah, Dan. Do you know if she's white or not, Grace? I don't know. I don't think any of that information is going to be released. Yeah. 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 Do you I, think like that's a, a bigger deal? I do. Like, like if. Like maybe they knew that she was white. I'm gonna guess you, dude. Because、yeah, I mean. like, look at Master of None. He's freaking worshiping a white woman.、Mm-hmm. <laughs> Italian woman. Yeah. Italian woman. Yeah. And remember, because in the, one of the episodes, he he basically、um, he he said he lists all the women that are in his top three. They're all Italian women. Yeah. And I heard that. I was like, damn. The, Dude, this series hella worshiping white women, you know. And then there's like the other movie, The Big Sick, and you know, well, well, that's that was based on a true story. story. Okay, maybe that's different. <laughs> it's totally immediately. I know. I, I hate it. Just, I hate it when people like, like lump those two things together because, what? Like, you would rather that Kumail Nanjiani and his wife not make that movie as opposed to no. Like, tell it, you know, just I, because of. No, no, no. I, I'm just I'm not, like, like I've never, I didn't, I've never. Heard yeah, no, no. Just like I've, I've read、that. some think pieces of like, like why are, why are all of these, these media representations of Asian men loving white women, and they look, they like talk about the big sick. And I'm like, well, let's like, you know. I mean, this goes back、are、to my saying that. Sorry, are they saying that? Asian men shouldn't be with white women, or that white women. No, no, no. They're、men. they're saying that there needs to be more media representations of Asian men with Asian with, women? with women of color. With women、basically. of color, just in general. And、uh, which is true, but the big stick is like a specific example. So the other thing I was going to mention was.、Uh, well, what about? I, okay, I understand where you're coming from with the big stick. Yeah. But.、Uh, The thing that I want to talk about was like, what about the representations of the women of color, right?、Mm-hmm. They were all seen as inferior options, you know, you know. In the basic. In the in the basic. Oh, also in Master of None when he goes on the other dates. Yeah. 
They're all like the representation of the women of color. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the only girl that he hooks up with is uh, a white chick. A white chick, yeah, yeah. With that brunette. Yeah. So and she has like a yeah. racist. She has like a racist condom holder. <laughs> <laughs> so what does that say? It's like he's he's so down with white women that he's willing to like <laughs> overlook her racism. Maybe I mean, um, Dan, did you want to comment on that about the white? Uh, Asian men, white women? Mm, not really, not yeah. that one. Yeah. yeah let's... <laughs> All right, fine. Okay. Uh, how are we on time? I wrap it up. Yeah. Want to wrap it up? Okay. Um, so let's wrap it up with uh, certain comments. Um, okay. So, uh, far, so let's let's wrap it up with some final thoughts. Uh, any questions? Any questions out there? Deals with okay. No. Any questions? No. Uh, no. Cool. Thank you for joining us. Um, one thing I just want to say is that one thing that needs to be talked about as well is uh, something that needs to be added to this conversation, I think, is also where is the source of the problem? Um, mm -hmm. One thing that's always been talked about is, hey, you are wrong and this person's the victim or you're the victim and this person is wrong, whatever, vice versa. Oh, she wasn't assertive enough and he's the victim now or he was too he was too bold and she's the victim you know so one thing that needs to be talked about is wait where is this all coming from like where is this this the what is the the, the rape culture mm -hmm. or what is the culture that is making these men like not be perceptive the women and i'm guilty of this when i so to real talk if it will before this article you know i thought i was pretty like Pretty like I'm, I'm, you know, I'm a feminist dude. Uh, I'm so sensitive to women, but then I read that article. I was like, damn, I can kind of see um, some echoes of of what you know, mm -hmm. I, uh, of what I've, you know, I, I'm, it's very shameful. But I, there are some echoes of pushing this that I've I've been towards women on like trying to pursue sex. And um, it's never been to the point of assault. It's never been to the point of where she was crying afterwards or anything mm -hmm. like that, that I know of. But because um, we've always been friendly, cordial afterwards. But uh, yeah, been, sometimes I was, one time I was in the car with a girl and I was like trying to go for it. And then I, I noticed a slight push. And I'm like, okay, mm -hmm. I got to step back. Mm -hmm. And, um, and, but I feel bad, you know, I've, we and we talk about it, but yeah. So basically, I, I I just want to understand where is this coming from, and be and I think I'm thankful for this kind of these kind of talk these conversations because it helps me be more self reflective and more perceptive. But I think the danger is now the the other thing I want to add is the other the other danger is that to be overly to be overly polite and being overly. Um, politically correct to the point that it's kind of false or it's not an expression of you know mm -hmm. of who you are um they talk about um they like talk the holier than thou attitude holier than thou so in, in buddhism they talk about desire as a source of all um suffering right all suffering. but i asked i asked a, a monk about this or he's i think i think he's a monk and he's he will have the whole garbage he's really old but anyways he said well another way you can look because i said whoa what about fucking like you know pursuing your passion or like being being a great bomb ass like director or writer or whatever mm -hmm. he's like well if that's 
if that's your true nature, if you're, that's how you're expressing yourself, you, when you do it, you just do it, right? But when you're push, pushing your desire, like, like onto women or onto, mm -hmm. in, in like, you know, these priests, they push it onto the kids, right? Mm -hmm. uh, there's those cases, yeah. then, then that's, that's the kind of desire that's harmful and selfish, right? And what I want to end with is that maybe another word for desire could be like, it's a delusion. It's like a delusion that, oh, if I can get this thing from that girl, if I can get that sex from that person, I'll be happy, right? Mm -hmm. So another word I think in, I think the, the problem for me with Buddhism was like, oh, desires cause of suffering, life is suffering. I never liked that. But speaking to him, it's like, oh, wait, it's actually not the, maybe it's not the translation directly to desire, but maybe just delusion, this delusion of of you mm -hmm. this or this compulsion mm -hmm. like this compulsion of fuck i need to get this i need to fuck a lot of women to be yeah. a man you know and that that that's a delusion that's been taught to us or ingrained to us by rape culture or by society mm -hmm. and i think uh, that's something that men have to be aware of and that's something that we have to talk about um so anyways that's that's what i was gonna say yeah. <laughs> uh any last thoughts or comments on what you guys want? Do you want to go first? You can go ahead. Oh, um, I think a lot of... Okay, I know I have a thought about rape culture. I think a lot of it has to do with how you're taught and, and how certain things... Um, certain people who do the infractions are punished. You know what I mean? Like, um, and I've heard, I've heard this from a, a girl's perspective, um, like, like your glass, for example. Mm -hmm. You go to a club, you're taught to put something over it so that you don't get drugged, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. You yeah. know, and then that's like common practice. Like mm -hmm. da daughters teach that to, the, or moms teach that to their daughters. Yeah. But how often do, is a son taught like, hey, don't, how about you just don't, don't put... drug girls. Yeah. yeah. You know, like yeah. that's never taught. Uh, it's just kind of like inferred that you shouldn't be doing it, but it's not ingrained into you. Yeah. It's not explicitly stated. You know what I mean? Like yeah. women are always yeah. taught that they have to defend themselves like, hey, don't like be careful because you're not going to be safe at night. Yeah, put yeah. the keys in your fist in mm -hmm. case you know use as a weapon. Guys aren't taught like, hey, don't go out prowling. Yeah. Part of it is because like it's implied that don't don't, don't commit be a crimes. Dude. Yeah. Like no one teaches you like, hey, don't kill somebody. Yeah. You know? But I think it's also but like I think it should be touched upon. Like yeah. it should be uh, it should be a focal point in in, mm -hmm. in a man's upbringing. You know? Yeah. yeah. And another thing is how easy, not how easy, but how often um, people are able to get away with these kinds of things. Mm -hmm. When, um, like that one kid who who was in college, yeah, I'll, I'll call it out because I still to this day think that it's a load of garbage that this guy, this kid was caught by multiple people oh, uh, raping a girl in plain sight, right? Yeah. And when he was put in front of a judge, the judge said, hey, this guy is on, was it, was it the swim, swim team? team? He's yeah. on the swim team. Putting him in jail will affect his future. His yeah. future, fuck that. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Like he was, yeah, yeah. Bikers, like two Swedish bikers, yeah. like, pulled him off Ex of her, yeah. You know? And yeah. then, like, like a, a person from a foreign country saw what was going on, and it literally made him sick to this time where he yeah. literally vomited. Yeah. The fact that it's okay for a judge... Mm -hmm who's appointed in a court of law, who has the final say over someone's life. Yeah. The same person who can unwilling, who un, who can knowing or unknowingly put a very innocent man in jail for life, you know, can let 
can also make the willing choice to let a man like that, a, a person like that free. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. bullshit. That's bullshit. Uh, but, you know, luckily, like recently, uh, Nazar, the, uh, the doctor who molested uh, over 100 uh, girls, yeah. he's been put into jail for about 175 years. Good. And um, yeah. so, yeah. And, so there is some was, justice. Yeah. Yeah. But there was. Before he was brought to justice, there was a lot of complicit behavior by parents and coaches and like hundreds of people. Yeah. Which is, I think, another example of the like culture of silence and like not wanting to oh. be because it was it was the the victims who eventually had to stand up and accuse him. You know what I mean? So one comment is, uh, why do you know men or boys admit to sexual aggression by women? Mm. Interesting. Yeah. That's an, um, What's he saying? He's saying, uh, what about women being aggressive towards men in a sexual manner? That like the other, the flip side of it, I guess. And as like a man, you have to, you have to, you have to be down. Yo. Are you going down the water? Yo, Dan, are you all right? Hello, Dan? Yeah, I don't think my equipment's starting to work right. Okay, well, let's finish. Uh, Laura, last thoughts. I uh, just wanted to say that um, I think it's really interesting that a lot of guys are reading or thinking about the Aziz Ansari story and reflecting on things that they've maybe done or experienced during sexual experiences, like what you talked about, James. Yeah. I think that's maybe why this story has caught on the way that it did because it's it's an example of a bad date that almost everybody has experienced and it kind of puts a mirror to what is wrong with the way that we date mm -hmm. and approach sex in general we can do better yes we can do better damn that's it <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I just, uh, I just think that it might be better for people to learn some martial arts, not just for self-defense purposes, but I think when you engage in martial arts, inspiring in any like a uh, back and forth, you kind of like to learn to read things better. Yeah. Uh, not to say that's a cure-all, but no, I think it's no, helpful. Yeah. It's not a cure-all. It's just just one way and, and I, I think I use martial arts to apply to life because in, in push dance especially you're always like probing and trying to listen and understand what's going to go on yeah like with grappling too you feel that Aaron what like you you're sensitive to how to react and how to not react you know in a grappling match uh, yeah, I guess, like, you mean, like, um, like, I don't, I don't, like, expose my neck if I know, because I know, like, a trap's coming? Sure, yeah. More like, you, you go, you actually know what move to do next, mm. because you can actually see or feel or sense what's open. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, I yeah. guess. I, I guess the... If I was, maybe if I was better, I'd probably do a better job at it. But I think the danger, though, of martial arts is that 
we talk about sparring. Sparring is imposing your will on the other person. I think. Yeah, but the thing is, it's always about give and take, right? You can't just like, like for grappling, you're not going to go for an armbar if that that um, opening is not there. Uh, sometimes. But then you have to make yeah, or sometimes you have to make that opening. Sometimes I you have to make that it'll... opening, but you already make know that that if you force the situation, it's not going to happen. Okay, I I do like I think the sensitivity I think it applies. But there are, you know, there are a lot of boxers or MMA fighters who have, you know, some domestic. Not a lot, but there are no, there are some MMA fighters and some boxers who have been prone to domestic abuse. And, yeah. but, maybe that and, but that's in anything because you could also say like, oh, there's people who there's engineers who also have have domestic issues. abuse. Okay, okay. I mean, there are doctors who have domestic abuse. Sure, sure. I guess we have to look at the percentages or whatever. Yeah. 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 I think I understand what you're saying about it's kind of like um, I, I'm in my head I'm comparing it to improv and like how you have to be in the moment with somebody and like understand like kind of come to predict what they're going to do or say and be be focused entirely on them uh, and I think that's a yeah. skill you know what it, that applies. You know what it, how would you yeah. learn that skill though like do you take like a dating class I'm not trying to be sarcastic. No, I think that you can you can practice being in the moment and not focusing on your ego and your thoughts and just listening and watching and observing. I mean, yeah, I think you know what it comes down to is just social interaction. People yeah. have to know once you like when you, even in conversation, yeah. If you can't tell yeah. that things are not going well, then you've then, got a lot of other problems. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah I mean, I. I got to get going for sure because my kid just woke up. Oh, man. <laughs> okay. I, I was going to ask you how you teach your kids. Can you, can you touch on that real quick or or you have to go? Uh, I'm actually holding my kid. So <laughs> this is how you're uh, teaching them, I guess. Yeah. No, no. I, it, it, they're still pretty young. But once once uh, those things happen, we'll, we'll discuss. Sounds good. Okay. Bye, thanks man. so much, Dan. And uh, thanks, everyone. Thank you for joining and for all the people who've commented and listened and and share their thoughts. Um, I'm gonna look over the comments later. Um, so thank you so much. Uh, so this is uh, James, uh, AKA Young, signing off. This is Yen, AKA, or Dan, AKA Yen, signing off. <laughs> this is Aaron, signing off. This is Laura, signing off. Right, signing. Peace out, thank you, love each other. Uh, in an appropriate way. In an appropriate way, yeah. In an appropriate way. Yeah, appro- with consent, yeah. yeah there, you go. there we go.